Hi, this is Mark, and you're listening to the Mexican Spanish podcast from MexicanSpanish.com. I'd like to talk about how to use a dictionary to improve your Spanish. And what I have to say about this uh, might be surprising. Let me tell you about the last time that I bought a Spanish dictionary. It was a Spanish-English dictionary. Uh, I think the, um, the publisher was LaRousse. It was one of these very thick ones, uh, choncho, as we say here in Mexico. Um, half of it English to Spanish, the other half Spanish to English. And I started noticing something interesting over time. I never ended up consulting this book. Uh, I turned out not to need it. And I think if you understand how to improve your language skills, you'll see why. Well, let me give you an example. Let's say that there's an idea that you need to express. Uh, you're, you're having a conversation with somebody and uh, maybe you want to um, talk about um, an auction, for example. Maybe a, a website like uh, eBay where, where they have auctions and you don't know the word for auction. Well, let me ask you this. What good is this dictionary going to do while you're having this conversation? Because unless you planned in advance that this was the topic of the conversation, and sometimes you can do that, but uh, not typically, right? Um, having this dictionary doesn't help you. You cannot stop a typical conversation and say, hang on, I need to go to my dictionary and look up uh, this word that I don't have in my vocabulary. So what do you do? Well, uh, here's what a good language learner does. You find another way using the vocabulary you already have to express this same idea, right? So, just to give the paraphrase in English, you could say something like, oh yeah, I, 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 I have an account on this website where instead of putting a specific price on each item, uh, different users make an offer. They offer their best price. And the person who offers the highest price uh, gets to buy the item, right? So that's how you do it. It's a paraphrase. It's a, a circumlocution. And you do all of that without needing to know the word subasta, for the word for auction in Spanish. And in fact, if you do this uh, skillfully and confidently and nonchalantly, it's, it's very likely that the person you're talking with um, may not even notice what you've done. They may not even notice that, oh, this guy doesn't know the word for that, so he just gave me this big, long description. So there's really an art to this. Uh, it's an art and a skill. It's something that you get better at over time. But you don't get better at it if you have the idea in your head that you need to have this specific word in order to communicate. And that's where the dictionary comes in. You don't need the dictionary for this. Now, if you want, after the conversation, you can go look up the word to see what it is. Um, you know, will you remember it the next time? You probably will if it's something you actually needed to use in conversation. Um, but typically, we don't even bother to do that. Typically, you just move on uh, to whatever your next conversation is. So I don't think that there's a communicative need to have a dictionary when you're speaking. The same applies when you're listening. When you hear something and somebody says something and you don't understand it, it's, it's frequently the case that you don't even know why you didn't understand it. You're not able to identify a particular word and repeat that word and say, what does this word mean? Typically, you just... You just heard a, a mass of sounds, and you're not sure exactly what, what part you didn't understand. It's particularly frustrating when there are words that you know. You know all the words, but the meaning still isn't clear to you. But if you're in a conversation with somebody, unless this person is uh, particularly interested in helping you with your language skills, 
You're not going to stop the conversation and say, uh, what, what does that word mean? Give me a definition of that word. And you're definitely not going to be able to stop them and go run to a dictionary. So again, for speaking and for listening, a dictionary is not so helpful. It can be more helpful in reading and writing. Um, that's not really um, what I'm interested in here on this podcast. I'm more interested in speaking skills. But for reading and writing, if there's a word that you read and you don't know it, I guess you could look it up. But here's the thing. If, if you're reading something that you're interested in and something that's appropriate for your level of Spanish, you're probably going to be able to guess what the word means from the context. Right? So let's say that you're, uh, I don't know, you're... You're a nuclear engineer, and you're reading something in Spanish about nuclear engineering. Uh, most of the words, you're probably going, most of them are cognates, and you're going to be able to figure out what they mean based on English and also based on your knowledge of nuclear engineering. If you run across something you don't understand, uh, instead of running to the dictionary, try this instead. Ask yourself, what could that word possibly mean? Now, you can get some clues by looking at the word itself, you know, oh, there's a prefix, oh, this is a root, it looks like a word that I, another word that I know. Uh, that's possible. But the best way to do this is to look at the context and think about what would make sense. What could possibly make sense here? Try to come up with one or two or three possibilities. Uh, often you figure out what the word means and you don't need to run to the dictionary. And, and people give up way too easily. Oh my God, I don't know what that word means. Oh my God, where's my dictionary? Hang on, I gotta find my dictionary. You know, maybe occasionally that's the way to go, but most of the time, if you're if you're reading something that's a topic that you know something about, um, for example, um, you know it could be area of professional interest, like I mentioned, or in the area of uh, of listening. Again, if you're watching a, a television series, you know these characters, you know the kinds of things that they're likely to say, so you can figure out from the context what does that what that word means. Uh, you might not be sure, but here's what you do. You look at the word, you focus on it, you take your best guess as to what it probably means, and you store that away in your own mental dictionary. You don't need to write this down. If you want to, you can, but if that's intrusive, and it often is, just try to store it away in your head. This word and what you think it probably means. But basically, there's a little asterisk in your mental dictionary by this word that says, I mean, I'm curious about this word. I, I have an idea maybe of what it means, but I'm going to keep my eye open for it. And again, now if you're down the road, if you're reading something on the same topic, you're likely to see this again. It depends on what kind of word it is. If it's, a, if it's sort of a, a word related to a semantic area, subject, then maybe you'll see it again when you're reading the same subject. If it's something that's a more general, generic word that could you know, come up in other contexts, you might see it somewhere else. But it's on your list of words that you're curious about. So your curiosity has been piqued, and the next time you see this word, you're going to have another context, and you're going to say, oh, my idea that I had before about what this means, it was close, but I see now that it's not quite right. I think this is a much better way than stopping what you're doing and looking up a word in the dictionary. Um, let's talk about the final skill, which is writing. Okay, so you're writing something in Spanish, and you maybe come across the need to express uh a word, an idea that, that you don't know how to say in Spanish. Well, again, you could look it up in the dictionary, but it's frequently a good exercise and a good skill to have to find another way to express this idea. It's often the case that you don't need this exact word. Um, you know, you may be focused on the fact that, uh, you know, you don't know how to say, um, 
I don't know, um, easy chair, okay? Um, it doesn't matter. Just say a piece of furniture. In 99 times out of 100, that's good enough for what it is that you're trying to communicate. If you need to have a specific word, um, then, then look in the dictionary. But here's what I want to uh, mention about using the dictionary. Dictionaries, in general, are, are not so helpful. And here's why. They often don't give you a lot of context. They often don't give you um, a feeling for which meanings are common and which meanings are not common, which meanings are very old, which are currently in use. Um, they often don't give you enough information about which meanings are used in different dialects of the language, and that's really important in Spanish. Of course, there's lots of vocabulary that's very standard and doesn't vary across dialects, but a great deal of everyday words do. They're, they're different in Spain or different in Mexico, different in Argentina, different in Colombia. And dictionaries uh, sometimes do a pretty good job of sorting that out, but they frequently don't. And as you get to know the language better, you start to realize this. You know, you look in the dictionary like, well, you know, actually, that's not the way that I hear that word used. Um, also, dictionaries are not necessarily updated, you know. Uh, they were originally, uh, you know, first the first version was, you know, I don't know, 50 years ago. And yes, there's been some updates, but a lot of the language that's in a dictionary is, um, is old. And I'm not just referring to slang. Uh, I'm not just referring to slang. Uh, just... Uh, regular language that has come into the language and is frequently used now may not really get it, its um, its due prominence in the dictionary. So that's another big problem um, with dictionaries. Also, they often um, they just don't give you, as I was saying, they don't give you enough context. Uh, they don't necessarily give you um, the most common example of of how a word is used. Um, so I'm not big on dictionaries and. I know a lot of people are. They maybe nowadays they don't buy the paper version. Uh, they have an app or they have something um, on their smartphone, or they'll check on a website. Um, and whenever I've done this, I'm I'm often disappointed. Again, as you get better with the language, you start to notice the deficiencies of of these things. And I think it's worth paying attention to as a learner. I place more emphasis and more trust in how I see a word used than in what the dictionary says the word means. And I think that's, uh, I think that's good advice in language learning in general.